It was three o'clock in the morning, and there I was like a rent-a-cop with my long black flashlight peering through the windows of Virginia's gift shop downtown in Palm Springs, California. The alarm system there had gone off again at about 2.45, so instead of calling the police, which the owners wished we would not do anymore, I got out of bed and rushed over there to see if I could find out some clue as to why the alarm system would randomly go off by itself once every several days yet every morning it would work fine and it again this time i couldn't find anything wrong you know the police had seen me walking around with a flashlight peering in the windows they probably would have taken me off to jail there were no cell phones at the time i couldn't call for help if i needed it it was a stupid idea but i didn't know what else to do i couldn't stand a call the owners out of bed to go check it, and that's what they asked for, so I did it myself. I was frustrated. I wanted to quit. I didn't know why this thing kept going into alarm. I didn't know what to do. We'd already replaced all the wiring in the, in the building, thinking maybe there was a broken wire somewhere. I even changed out the main control panel, thinking that the model I used, which was a newer one, had some defect to it. But nothing seemed to be helping. Well, it was about three other days later, it, it seemed to hold. I had some vain hope that maybe something had fixed itself. But every night, I would uh, cringe at the thought that, is it going to go off again tonight? Am I going to have to go there tomorrow again and try to find something wrong? Well, during this time, my father, who was joining in with me in the alarm business, said he's got a notice from Detectronics, which was an alarm company supplier, of a free class called the Basics of Alarm Systems. And he says, uh, we should go to this. It's an all-day class in Riverside, about 50 miles away. I said, Base I, I don't need to get a class in the Basics of Alarm Systems. I know the basics. I've been doing it now for six months. I put in lots of systems. So it's, it seems like a waste of time to me. But my dad was just getting into it. So I thought, well, maybe I should. And then he says, you know, it's raining soup. <sighs> raining soup. Okay. Um, for years and years, I had heard from my father the old Spanish saying that when it's raining soup, make sure your bowl is facing up so that you catch the soup. Well, we went to the class, and it turns out that I learned a, that there was a whole new world about security alarm systems that I never knew about. Turns out I'd been installing basic systems, but there was much, much more to it that I'd never heard of before. So it did prove to be very enlightening. And you know, everyone should get all the education they can, even if they think they've already learned the basics. Because everyone in life is in the business of life, which means that everyone is enrolled in the school of hard knocks, whether you want to be or not. And it was uh, about two days later, after I took this course, that the alarm system at Virginia's Gifts went off again, for no explained reason, about 4.45 at night, or in the morning. And then the next day I came in there, and I looked at the front door, which was an old glass door with alarm window foil on it, which is a little half-inch strip of foil that's glued to the inside 
of the window, about four inches from the frame, goes all the way around the glass. The idea is if you break the glass, it'll crack that foil and set off the alarm. But during that course that I had taken, I learned that when you splice window foil, that you need to make sure that you perforate the foil with a small pin or a knife to make sure that the top piece of foil makes contact with the bottom piece that you spliced it to. I had never put in window foil before. It was like an antique, so I didn't know about this. But sure enough, I got my pocket knife out, poked a few little holes in the foil, took about 15 seconds, and never had another false alarm from Virginia's gifts. The wise man lived up on the mountain, and a young man came up to him and asked him for his guidance and says, Great master, how do I become successful? And the wise man said, Two words, good decisions. Oh, well, how do I make good decisions? The wise man said, One word, wisdom. Yes, but, but great one, how do I acquire wisdom? The wise man stroked his beard and said, Two words, bad decisions. So anytime you can take a class or seek wisdom to skip one of the hundreds of hard knocks lessons, you should. At the time of this story, this uh, incident going on back in the early 70s, the greatest violinist in the world was considered Yasha Heifetz. And I remember learning that Yasha Heifetz would practice the basic scales on his violin between one to two hours every single day. I mean the basic scales. So even the greatest in the world still continued to learn and practice the basics. So if you have a chance to learn more about your chosen field, be sure that your bowl is facing up. Thank you. This is Stanley Diaz, and we'll have another episode next week. Thanks.